Hey everyone, welcome back to Blank with Friends. I'm that's, Mike. That's not our song. It's Don't try to make boom, a song. No, that's it. Yeah, that was perfect. Let's record that and just use that as a sample over our... All right, this week we had <laughs> Taryn Killian. We have previously interviewed Tyler Killian. Tyler actually is listing a house out here near us so they drove out together because he had an open house this weekend we had them over nice and early for some brunch, brunch. and then sat down with taryn taryn taryn's so awesome she's got a lot of great things going on guys she shares her story on competitive ice skating growing up and how that has developed some of her habits that she's carried throughout her life taryn's so cool guys she's got a great positive mindset her and tyler's relationship is really cool they both propel each other to be stronger and to grow and Taryn is also super involved with her Pilates classes that she teaches, and she's got some cool experiences there. Also runs a blog about healthy lifestyle, healthy diet, all that fun stuff. Check us out on Instagram, guys. Give us a follow. Uh, check out our page. Comment on our stuff. And enjoy the episode. Comment on our stuff. Comment on our stuff. Comment on our stuff. Comment on. I'm lonely, <laughs> and I need your affirmation. My name is Jordan Bedley, and I need affirmation. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> Later. phone with like a video loaded and it's like here's how to just you're, yeah, you're yeah. pre uh, pre-podcasting <laughs> explanation yeah here's our tutorial if you could watch this for 15 minutes if you don't mind like hi welcome to the wonderful world of podcasting you've been selected to <laughs> be to on join blank with blank friends with friends podcast <laughs> <laughs> super, super like blank with friends podcast because we like had to put in it's like a template we yeah. had to put in the audio and it's like sit back and, and today relax. on blank with friends podcast we will be joining mike and Jordan. <laughs> and it's like when you record a voicemail, and it, it, remember that where it would be like the fully automated, yeah, and yeah. it would just say your voice, and it would be like, Taryn. <laughs> you have reached the voice message box of... Taryn. <laughs> Tyler's here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's oh. rad. I love it. It doesn't matter. It's fucking hilarious no, I, that you just yeah, popped like on it. in there. <laughs> We've... We've had multiple people oh, on, like in the room yeah. while we podcast. It's all apologetic. You're good. You oh, know, it's the energy yeah, is. Yeah, the energy, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I, just, I just like punch oh, the mic right now. I love it. And I hate to, like the mics are, they pick up, you know, yeah. it's not like it sounds like a party room. Yeah. But I think Tyler's loud enough. You can probably hear him. It's okay. It's okay. Yo, that Tyler. breakfast was delicious. That hit, Jordan, thank, thank you again. You. Anytime. Yeah, what well, you guys didn't so see is we had of. breakfast with uh, the Killians. I was playing for a little bit. I was like. What's your name? What's my name? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Taryn, what's up? How's life right now? (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Um, Really good in a lot of ways. I feel like that question always makes me kind of panic because I'm an overanalyzer. Is it? Is my life good? good? It's a pretty broad question. So where do you even begin to start? It is a very broad question. And I... I laugh because I feel like anytime someone asks me that, I'm always like, oh, there's, we're just in like transition. A lot of things are changing. There's a lot going on. Yeah. But I feel like I've said that response for like the last four years. Really? Yeah. I think that's life though. And I think it's being okay with that. And then mm-hmm. like being cool with people that are in your life during that and having them, ooh, excuse me, Whoa, mimosa. mimosa. <laughs> um, and then like, <laughs> I knew you hear that. You that's our fourth guest today, Jordan's mimosa. <laughs> um, that's our fourth guest. <laughs> 
rude. I don't appreciate that. What, um, just putting you on blast like that? <laughs> that I just burped. Um, so, but I think there's a part of like life that's like having to accept that it's always going to be a growth mentality and then yeah. finding people that are going to be cool with that in your life yeah. oh, completely. and not expect you to be where you're at, but like the process. If is things cool. stay the same for more than like three days, and I know that my husband can attest to this, I start like messing stuff up just to like <laughs> keep things exciting like i really? not messing it up but i'm just like okay what's next just what's throwing next? like the Did cushions you just yeah. on over the that plant <laughs> yeah, like, like, oh, yeah? Just, what like, are you gonna do <laughs> Taryn, we need no, to clean yeah. did you oh, call pick up bitch literally that it'll be like we need to rearrange our furniture we need to yeah. take everything out of our closet and put it all back in really? I need, yeah like i'm like okay change the perspective like wow yeah to a point where I'm, I'm working on, I laugh. I laugh so hard. I was just talking to a friend about this. I was telling, going into this year, I was telling everyone that this was my like go with the flow year. Like okay. Tyler's was changing jobs. I was just going to like, mm-hmm. like focus on what I'm doing and like, just kind of wash like, like wash, rinse, repeat like that. Just kind of like repetition of like the stuff I love and like see how things fall. And that, that's like not at all. What <laughs> that didn't last. No, all. No, this is like, gonna be my year. Yeah, no, it just it just like so many things have changed, and like I decided to go back to school. I decided yeah. to like do all these like big life change type yeah. things yeah. after like a couple months because I couldn't. I'm still trying to embrace that. I'm trying to embrace like periods of rest and reflection and. Is calm. it hard for you to just chill out and not do anything? Yeah, really, it really is, and that's like mm. to the point of of like detriment. I have really? to. Yeah, and I think it's just from that like that achiever mentality like what uh-huh. we were kind of like referencing earlier but um really like i i have to fight through this sense of always feeling behind and i think that comes from like the sport i did growing up doing figure skating you age out so quickly mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. at 14 15 i was already like crap like i either need to like th- big things have to happen or i'm yeah. or my career is up. by 18 you're old and so like wow here Damn. now at 26 I almost still have that perspective on everything. And it kind of like when I stopped skating, I was like, well, my life's over. Like everything else from here on out is just kind of like, yeah. I can do whatever I want, bonus. But uh-huh. it's still, that mentality still kind of stuck with mm. me of like, I need to be the youngest. I need to be like young doing everything because I want to be ahead. Yeah. And that's still whatever it is. I stopped skating when I was like 17, 18. You like, still kind of carry that mentality? Oh my gosh. I'm still, Dang. I still work through trying to rein that in. Yeah. And realize that it's just not, it's not reality. Like, like the best things don't come from being forced. Like everything that I've tried to white knuckle and force and like make it happen mm-hmm. has caused more emotional, like internal, internal turmoil versus mm-hmm. like when I've just been like, this is my intention. This is what I want. I'm going to let it happen. And it's yeah. always a thousand percent better than I could mm-hmm. force it to be. Yeah. I think. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So is it, um, do you struggle with like just being patient with things on their natural timing? <sighs> Like, probably I, I don't know now. I'm like looking at you and I'm like am I patient <laughs> no my family would say I'm not patient I don't think really but it's it's from a lack of patience with myself mm, okay like I'm very aware of what I what I put on other people my mom said this to me a couple months ago I think and I I've it's finally like sinking in and she's like I know how hard you are on all of us in the mm-hmm. sense of like I'm I'm I hold my family to high standards and she's like, she's like, what's hard for me is knowing that you're 10 times harder on yourself. Oh, and that's yeah. that. I was like, Ugh. cause it's true. Like yeah. exactly. Like the standards that I hold everyone else to, it feels like sometimes a drop in the bucket of like, I'm holding myself to so much more. Why can't you just keep up with like yeah. what I ask of <laughs> you? So that's, that's where like the patience thing ties in is yeah. it's like, I know I, I know there's so much good that can come from being patient, but mm-hmm. I'm like, 
why not push if I can push? Yeah. And I don't think it's yeah. a bad thing to be someone who pushes. Because I don't like the idea of masking your natural, like, tendencies. Mm -hmm. I think it's about like kind of finding the harnessing. Hon like harnessing and finding the way to like flow into that in a in a productive way. Mm -hmm. And this is a weird thing to compare to, but I watched the Kanye um, interview mm -hmm. with David Letterman, and one of he yet, said but... one of the things he said was that like the most like saddening thing to him is when people are not their true selves. He's like, I just want, he's like, I want everyone to be their intensely and yeah. purely them true selves. Mm -hmm. And I agree with that, like to some extent, because if you're doing that, like kind of like unleashed kind of mentality where you're just like, I'm going to be me to the extreme, like you might just be way too much. Mm -hmm. But I do agree with him in the sense that don't try to be something that you're not like, don't pull back on your natural things, but find out mm -hmm. how to like capitalize with those. Totally. Right. It's a really yeah. cool like uh, pocket to be in, I think. Mm -hmm. And I, mm -hmm. I think too, like I, the lesson to be learned in that is that when I push, 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 go, 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 like my body gives out my brain. Like, like I mm. will, I, and this has been like the life cycle of my life is pushing too hard and then getting, sick getting injured literally having like a force of nature knock me down so that i'm forced to rest yeah wow. and that's always so hard because that's it feels it feels almost like a failure it feels like i'm be, like i get to very defeated and every time that ha that's happened everyone in my family like the people close to me are like you need this rest like it feels almost like the mm -hmm. universe is like holding me down being like you need to chill it's like when my puppy gets too crazy, we do that. We like sit with him and hold him. We're like, you need to calm down. And that's exactly what it feels like is like you're spinning, you're burning yourself out. Yeah. I've, I've ridden that cycle of burnout Dang. so many times. And yeah. that's as I get older, I try, I'm really trying to like find the way to ride that wave mm -hmm. where it's like, yeah, things get really intense. And then I recognize that it's getting a mm -hmm. little unhealthy before it knocks me down. So mm -hmm. I can just kind of like, okay, coast back down. Like, mm -hmm. like I had to make that call. I've been teaching Pilates now for like three years and about mm -hmm. a year ago I was teaching at four different studios. I was driving all over Orange County. It was too much. It was too many hours, really? like too much leg work. Hmm. And so making that call to like scale back a little bit and then scale back a little bit more, yeah. it, I felt myself start to thrive. Okay. I felt myself being able to like go from being that person who was just hanging on, like managing to do well, but, but like hanging on by the skin of my teeth mm -hmm. to like, I'm in my zone. Mm. And that was so <laughs> rewarding to like have mm. that immediate cause and effect of like stripping away, kind of scaling back the push mm -hmm. allowed me to be better at what I was trying to do. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. not something that I've been able, I'm not like perfect at that yet. I'm not, mm. I don't have a formula for doing that, but it was such a good reminder of like, yeah. sometimes you gotta do less yeah. to be more. Yeah, I remember I was working um, back in the day. I was like 16 or 17. I was working two jobs. Mm -hmm. I'd wake up at 3 in the morning to unload trucks at Target. Dang. And then it was from 3 to 8. That was my shift. And then after that, I would do a restaurant job where I would serve. I was a server from mm -hmm. 9 to 3.30. And That's I remember getting day. fired from Target because mm -hmm. I was waking up late. And they were having to call me. Oh. And I couldn't make my shift on time, right? And they are like, yo, they called me like three times. They finally fired me. And I remember the guy was so cool when he fired me. He was like, hey, we have to let you go, but I just want to give you some advice. You seem like a good kid. And he said, uh, he said, don't overextend yourself, man. Yeah. You can't do it all. You yeah. cannot do it all. Even though you want to, I understand your intentions are good. You want to make oh. money, provide for yourself, but you can't work two jobs, you know, or at least not a job this early. Because then you, yeah. can't do, you can't do both well. You can't, yeah, you know, you try exactly. to be everything to everyone at all times. 
who you're getting the short end of the stick. Exactly. And, and, it, and it's just not a sustainable format. It's no, not a sustainable not lifestyle. It's not. not and and I think in my mind, when I'm like building to that, when I'm saying yes to too many things mm-hmm. and I'm taking on too much responsibility, I'm just like, oh, this is that fast track. This is that shortcut to getting me where I want to be faster mm-hmm. and at that younger age and ahead of everyone else. It's that like drive to yeah. kind of like beat everyone to the punch. But then it never lasts like it, I it's that like mm-hmm. sh- burn bright. But then and I, I, I you know, it's like I, I accept too much and then it it's such an easy tipping scale to that point of resentment. I feel like anyone mm. who's like given too much knows that feeling of when it becomes good intentions and then you start to feel like, oh no, like now I am really denying myself or like not giving myself the time I need to mm-hmm. recover and relax and therefore I resent this thing that I once loved. And that for me is like the most oh, okay. heartbreaking Did position to get to. Did you experience that in the, your ice skating? Where you're, oh yeah. Okay. I mean like... Like, it's a I, good thing. You love it. Yeah. You have a passion for such a I long mean, time. I mean, I started when I was three mm-hmm. um, and had, like, no question that that was what I wanted to do for so, so many years. And then towards the back half of things, not back half, I want to say the last, like, couple years or so, it was, in my mind, there's, like, certain tests that you want to finish just to kind of, like, it's like graduating college. It's like mm-hmm. I wanted to finish both my senior gold medal tests to prove that, I had gotten these skills accomplished in so much time. I wanted to do that. I felt like a lot of responsibility and obligation towards how much money my parents had invested. It's a really expensive sport. I was homeschooled because of it. You mm. know, like they made a lot of sacrifices so I could Did do that. Did you travel a lot? Um, traveled some, but it was more just the day to day that was like everything about it is expensive. Mm-hmm. Like hundreds of dollars. A day. Like you, you know, when you're trying to be an elite competitor, you have a private private session with a coach five days a week those are at least, you know coaches are making 90 bucks an hour mm. that adds up really quickly mm-hmm. plus session you know like it, i as an adult i've like looked at it and i honestly don't know how they they paid for it <laughs> and so i think a lot of it towards the end was just like i need to hold up my end of that commitment and then it was weird because it was so many years and so much time and then i woke up one day and i was like it's it's over like today's the day really and, uh, yeah all and of it a sudden was, had you not <sighs> I don't I didn't before? go to bed being like tomorrow's the day I'm gonna stop okay. but like it was so funny too and at that time I was driving from Tustin all the way to Torrance mm-hmm. every day to train it's a long drive and yeah, um, traffic too mm-hmm. and and my mom was like that was the thing too is it was every day my mom and I driving and um I remember driving up and instead of having my session with my coach we were just like let's go have lunch and she was like oh, okay like that that's weird mm-hmm. um that would never happen. And then we just talked about it and she mm. completely understood, but it was still like, it was felt like such a relief at the time mm-hmm. because I had been, it'd been so many years. It'd been like 15 plus mm-hmm. years of that pressure every day. And then to finally like be in my heart knowing it was over and then being able to like express that it was just so peaceful. And so uh, it was like, it's odd because I don't think I've ever experienced anything like the, that, I mean, maybe like quitting a job I didn't like, mm-hmm. you kind of get like on a small scale that amount mm-hmm. of peace, but I just felt like I was ready to like, close that chapter and move on. And I'm, I'm glad that I was old enough to like express it fully and say it in a way that I felt like I was ending on a good note and mm-hmm. not just thankfully too. like I was, it was, I had been really injured a lot. That was like mm-hmm. one of the bigger struggles is from basically like 13, 14 on. It was just like back injury, knee injury, ankles, like just 
Is injured all the time falling yeah. just repetition mm. like stress on your body and so mm-hmm, I at the end I had a really bad knee injury and I basically like pushed through my big last test that I wanted to do and like a final competition and then had to take a couple weeks off to like heal and everything and I came back for a little while but I was just like my heart's not in it Dang. and when you take you know gosh in 15 years the most I ever took off was two weeks and that was like once wow you know like you don't take days off Mm-hmm. So just a level of commitment that I want to say post that post skating career, I was afraid to commit to anything. Cause I was like, I don't want to get trapped another 15 years of, well, I, I would assume that that's how you naturally viewed a commitment, right? Mm-hmm. If I commit, I do it you until I can't for 15 years. Break down physically. Yeah. I'm like, just hanging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're still like propping me up. And I'm yeah. like, You've got it. Yeah. yeah. This is a commitment. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I was just talking to a friend about commitment the other day and, uh, I was, um, I was t- telling them that I'm, I'm less of a, I'm more of a flaky dude mm. naturally. Mm-hmm. So I'll make a plan, but I'm like, okay, not Let's, committing to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was weighing out the pros and cons with him. I was like, well, it's cool because I just never feel trapped by anything. Mm. I can always do my own thing and I have a lot of freedom be like, nah, I don't want to do that. You know, yeah, but we yeah. talked about this. That's the bad part that I'm flaky on friends yeah. that I'm trying to get better on. But yeah, commitment to me has always been like the opposite. I yeah, guess it's always been like, <laughs> like commitment to you is kind of like oh, optional. Yeah, yeah optional. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas exactly. Yeah. And I, I still, <laughs> we were just, just this week we had like RSVP'd to go to our little neighborhood. We'll do like monthly events oh, and cool. monthly, just like everybody gathers in somebody's front yard and has pizza. And oh, we had RSVP'd. And then we ended up doing something else and we didn't go. And I was having. <laughs> yes. I kept being like, Tyler, they can't see us leave. We have to like, should we park the car around the corner and like go out the back and like hop the fence to get out so they don't see us. So they don't know we're bailing. Like I was so stressed about it. And I, part of that's just like how I was raised. I was very much raised in the like, if you say yes to something, yeah. it's, it's a commitment. You don't, you know, the first yeah. person that asks is the first person you stick with. Uh-huh. And we talked about this the other day about me as yeah. well. Do you do that? Oh, I don't know if I'm that extreme now, but we talked yeah. about this literally the other day that my parents brought me up with, that's... it's like, if you said yes to going to so-and-so's birthday party, and even if you got invited to go do something else that you wanted like to do way, way cooler, more, yeah. way cooler, you're like, you already uh, said yes. You're yep. a man of your word. You do what you said you were going to do. 100%. We had a full-on conversation about the other day. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And yeah. you're like, yeah, I'm not like that. I was going to say, are you the one that's like, <laughs> no. screw that, I'm going go-karting? Well, I, you, know, you know, I, um, <laughs> I don't know, I assume you were having to say no to going like go-kart racing. That's <laughs> some fun. Yeah, some amazing, like fun. I'm just like that's go-kart. actually what it was. <laughs> don't you wish you were here? Yeah. I'm glad you made that yeah. commitment. <laughs> No, and you're like, I'm like, never committing to anything ever again. Some like cousins, nieces, like birthday party where you're just like, God damn it. <laughs> damn it. You know, I'm happy I'm oh. here though. Uh, yeah, for me, in the sense of just growing and understanding more about myself, I've identified that I'm like that. I'm like kind of like the less of a committed dude. Um, and what's cool is hanging out with Jordan and rooming with him. Mm-hmm. I've been able to see and learn the value of committing towards mm-hmm. something. Um, just it really, something as simple as plans, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but still, I, I just understand that like my life, the way I want to live it is I want um, freedom freedom, and I lo- love being spontaneous. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, no, screw that. Let's just go do this. You know, like I want the ability to choose something funner, you know, but yeah. I have to weigh out the cost. Like I can't do that with friends. Yeah. You know and I think I, mean? I can't do that and disappoint people. Yeah, <laughs> you know right. I mean? Exactly. Like you, yeah. I'm, I've had friend friendships that have really faded because of that, where it's like me being the commitment person that I am 
and being like the planner, the commitment, busyness, like I'm the kind of friend where I'll text someone and be like, hey, like let's make plans in a week or two because I need that time. Like my week's generally already booked. I'm, uh-huh. I have one, one friend, we keep joking, we keep do, like meeting up spontaneously. And every time we do it, we're just like, oh my God, can you believe that we're like, we talked today and now we're actually hanging out? Because her and I both, our natural <laughs> inclination is like, so what are you doing on next Thursday at 12? Can you pencil me in? Like, no, we, that's specific. how we like, yeah. And so that's always been so hard is when I have those friends where I'll text them and be like, hey, here's like six time slots over the next two and a half weeks. Like, that I'm free to hang out and it's not that sp- it's it's literally like a Thursday afternoon or a Saturday like yeah. it's still pretty broad and when they're just kind of like uh, and then never commit uh-huh. I'm like okay that's that's kind of like I always picture like if you're in a friendship you're both holding two ends of a rope and that's my version of you letting go of the rope because like mm. I can't I'm not gonna Great be example. third time fourth time around saying yeah. like hey I'm free hey I'm free I want to see you and you either commit and flake or do like my least favorite thing which is always like oh yeah oh yeah and then like the day comes and we haven't texted each other and then we don't actually have plans and i don't know what's happening that for me is like hate that top of my like tyler's watched me have days where i just like dissolve under that because i feel like i've let that person down Hmm. Hmm. and it's not that like Mm -hmm. it's just lack of communication and so like because of that we've become the over communicators in friendships. Like I'm not afraid to be the one that texts you the night before to confirm. And then the morning of to be like, Hey, do you need coffee? I'm on my way. Like, I'm going to tell you when I'm leaving, what my ETA is like, like, because nothing feels worse than not knowing what's going on. Yeah. And then feeling like you've dropped the ball and then the day is a wash. And where do we stand now? Yeah. Yeah, Cause then you, then the next time you go to talk to that friend, you're like, this is weird. We were like going to hang out and then pretended we don't like pretended each other didn't exist. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you both know. And you're like, yeah, yeah. and then anytime you bring up hanging out again, you remember like, the uh, last time. Yeah, and you're Pope like, are you gonna, like, uh, gonna be all weird again? Yeah. Like, yeah, and yeah, so exactly. it's it's like they're asking you tough. like, hey, yo, let's like, when are we gonna hang out again? It's like, well, I tried to hang out with you last week, yeah. but you bailed. Well, like, did one, you forget? That drives me crazy because yeah. yeah, it'll be that. It'll be that whole like never lining up, and then you do finally see them. I'm like, we should hang out more, and I literally feel like steam comes out my ears because I'm like, like, bitch, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying. I've been trying. <laughs> I've been trying so hard. Like, I had to learn that in my friendships. Dude, I'm guilty on both sides of that, though. I'm not even going to lie. There's people maybe listening to this and be like, Jordan, you son of a bitch. I tried to hang out with you last week, and you kept putting it off. And it's like, I just, I think my schedule just gets busy, and I think you have to sometimes pick and choose which people you're going to make that time for because at the end of the day, you do need time for yourself. to not hang out with people like, for yeah. yourself. I think that rest is huge. Not only like resting from work or anything you're grinding towards, but rest away from people too. Just mm-hmm. your own time to just recalibrate, huge. Completely. Yeah. And That's especially why I too. always do it. I don't hang out with people. <laughs> That's why I spend why most I days I say alone no to all room. plans. Yeah. That's why I flake. <laughs> On all y'all. No, I have found it like lately especially, I think I gravitate towards being a like alone time slightly more isolated. I don't even want to say I haven't done the Myers-Briggs, so I don't know what my ENFT, blah, blah, blah. I oh, don't really? know that one, but, like, I, I've straddled that line of, like, introverted, extrovert, blah, Somewhere blah, blah. in like, the middle? Yeah, because lately, especially, I've been really feeling drawn to, like, spending more time with people because I know for myself, and I've just kind of figured this out, that my alone time is a bit of a, It hits a point where I know it's a warning sign that I'm isolating myself hmm. from... I'm isolating myself because I'm like, I just need to be alone and work. I just need to spend my time and I need to like hole up in my room and work on things to get, get all my stuff done. And I say work mm. with like, mm. you can't see my air quotes, but like 
I just like make things to do to to make myself feel guilty that I'm not pushing hard enough. I'm not keeping up. It's kind of coming back to that like achiever ambition mindset. And then I, I realize I start to feel so like I isolate myself and then I feel lonely and I'm like, what the heck? Like you did this of like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I feel lonely because I'm not seeing my friends and I'm not, you know, and I'm like, you're the one that's saying no to plans and not reaching out. So like I've hit, I've tipped that scale recently where mm-hmm. it's like, I'm really, really holding myself to that standard of like, when someone says they want to do something like tune out the voice that goes like, but you have these seven things you do and you could pre-write this and you need to yeah. plan this class and you need to like get involved with that. And I just go like, shh, hush <laughs> and like put that aside and yeah. be like, I'm going to get so much more out of taking the time outside of my own mind and like talking to someone else about their life, their situation. Yeah. I, I say this to Tyler all the time. Like I get so tired of my own thoughts. Like I'm, I get so exhausted of like hearing my own take on things. Hmm. And so I'm trying to challenge myself to like get out and put yourself around people, put myself around people and not just be like, I'm generally the friend. And I think this is the, what is it? Type three wing. It's the wing two of me where when I spend time with friends, yes, yes. (laughs) Um, it's on, (laughs) (laughs) let's go. No, but like when I'm with friends, I'm always the one that's like, give me your problems. Let's talk about your stuff. Oh, versus wow. And then I'm like, Cause that's that. Yeah. It's the, it's like diverting the attention away from yourself and being like, let me help you. So we don't have to talk about what's going on in here. Cause it's dark and stormy and I don't want to face it. Whereas like, yeah. And I, I feel, I love helping people work through things emotionally and not necessarily always being like, here's the advice on what you should do, but just like, let's process. Yeah. Love doing that. I get super self-conscious doing it myself because I'm like, I'm like, am I presenting myself? I, I'm afraid to like speak freely without having that, unless it's a really, really close friend of being able to be like, am I presenting myself well? Like mm-hmm. that's always running in my mind of like, mm-hmm. I don't want to say anything that's going to make them think I'm I completely weird or strange or like that yeah. they don't relate to. I want to, I need to sell myself well. And it's like, why well, shouldn't be thinking about that yeah. when I'm spending time with friends? Sorry, well, hold on. Let me just adjust my legs. You can do whatever you need. It doesn't matter. You can do it while we talk, too. I've kicked this table over Sorry, so Sorry, you're just going to get time. a foot in your face. <laughs> my old, tired knees, like, can't sit like yeah, that very long. My 70-year-old knees. I was dancing yesterday. Uh, this is not the best, like, no. situ- like seating situation. It's, oh, it's hard. Okay. That corner it's is very comfortable. Very, that but yeah, cor- like, that's the corner I sit in, and I'm just, like, slumped. I was dancing yesterday, dude, in Long Beach at uh, <laughs> a, a bar. And uh, <laughs> me and my friend, we were looking at each other, and she was like, going, she was like go low, go low. And I was like, dancing, <laughs> and, like, and I was like, ah, ah. And I was like, ah, ah, oh, these knees. I'm I can't like, get I up. Can't, I can't. I need help. I reached out my hand. I'm like, dude, get me up. You're oh, joking. See, really? You I'm have to serious. help you up? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like that bad, but I definitely felt it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm the one go. who's like. I can't go further. You know what I mean? The next day. I get down, I get back up. But then the next day. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> I'm never I'm like, again. Like, why am I? I've like pulled every muscle in the back of my legs. <laughs> never again. Never again. Um, <sighs> what you're saying earlier, I completely relate to that. Um, I always want to ask people what's going on with them because I feel like people don't have a voice, or maybe they're scared. Mm-hmm. So I want to create a platform to let them know, hey, it's okay if you want to tell me what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. And I've learned not to pry. Mm-hmm. Um, over the years, but uh, I always just want to create a comfortable platform for them. To right, be like, you want to be like the door's always open. Yeah, to if like, you need if, to talk if, about if, even if in like ten minutes later you decide you want to talk about this exactly. more, you can. Like I'm always available to talk about anything real that's going on with you, um, as much as I am to talk about like lighthearted stuff, you know. Totally. Like even more so, but I always feel like you said that uh, you tried to focus on the other person because sometimes you just don't want to focus on what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I 
get that. I kind of feel in a different way for me. I, I relate to that, but in a different way for me is like, I try to focus on what they're doing because I kind of feel like people just want to talk about themselves mm. and don't necessarily have interest in what I'm going through. Mm. So, so it's like, usually always about them. It's the easier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, well, let's just talk about you then because <laughs> no, and it, I don't know what it is. If it's a skill to ask a, like how someone's really doing, I don't know what it is. It comes naturally to me. So I mm-hmm. just do it. But more often than not, I don't find that that's reciprocated towards no. me. So I'm like, let's just talk about you this because is, I know you're not going to ask It's kind of me. like your, it's a skill that you have, I think, definitely. And it's, um, people can tell when that's genuine or mm-hmm. when it's not. And I think you're someone that presents it really genuinely. Thank and you. I've been asked, you know, how I'm doing by people that it's, you know, and it's just kind of like, yeah. I, I always think of like a wind up doll when you pull a string and it's like when you sit down <laughs> to talk with someone and that's I'm like, good. it's like someone pulled the, sp- the string and today came out. How are you doing? You can tell when it's just like, like they didn't, there was no connection from like brain to intention to words being spoken. It was literally just like, I sit down and, oh, there's someone in front of me. I can either say, hey, what's up? How you doing? Like, like they have a whole recorded set of things. They have the script. Yeah, exactly. I felt weird the other day thinking about that, actually, because I was walking past someone on campus when I was like going to like grab something. Casual greeting. Just like the casual, like. I think I need to change the way that I say that because sometimes I'm you like, need to think of I'm a like good hey, one. how are you? And it's like, good. And it's like, why did I even just ask them how they were? Because I'm like, or they were like, they asked me, how you doing? I'm like, how you doing? And it's just like, and we just pass each other. Can and you just like, start shouting, greetings. Greetings. <laughs> why am I? That's basically what you're doing. Like, yeah, really, yeah. Like, I should find a better way to say that because it's like, I feel like I'm, if I really wanted to know, I shouldn't waste the phrase, how are you doing? Yeah. In like such a casual, yeah. just like, kind of way. Yeah. Like I want to. Like, I don't know, like, hey, good morning, or like, hope you're having a great day. Or just or, say hi. Ooh, I or like just that. say hi. I'm not just like, making it a question because I'm not even looking for an answer. So yeah. why am I asking you a I question? I just say I like, have a great day, or hope you're having a great day, because it's like a greeting and a goodbye in one beautiful loop. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of like, beautiful loop. it's kind this, of like, hello, pretty, but also, please don't, please don't talk to me. We're in this pretty little package. Yeah, like, to you, it's I'm such like, a nice, like, ship's passing. Do you know what I mean? Because how you doing? You never know when they're going to stop. They're like, actually, I want to talk to you. <laughs> and that's what I'm like. like my wife <laughs> left me this morning. But no one ever does that, though. No. No, no one ever does that because they're scared. No one's ever, in my experience, everyone's always afraid unless you're in, like, a very specific, like, atmosphere. I agree with you. And that, but no one ever does but that. But I think it feeds yeah. the, the mindset, though, of I'm just wasting words towards you. This is like you. a passing, yeah. Like, like a... why would I be asking you a question if I really don't want to know the answer? No, yeah. Oh. Or yeah, I really don't, like, expect us to have a conversation that's yeah. going to be fruitful from this. I, where it should be something more, like, focused and, like, I just caught myself because I do that so much. Yeah. How's it going? And then just, like, or even, like, in the grocery store, you walk by, like, how's it going? Like, hey, you're just kind of, but I'm like, yeah. I don't actually... I'm not actually asking you how's yeah. it going. Like, if they actually genuinely answered that question, I wouldn't care. Probably, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, right. what are you doing? What are you doing? Answering yeah. my question? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. I'm no. here for rice, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Literally on a mission. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm here for rice. What were you going to say, though? Uh, I wish people would be more open. Mm. Not uh, Obviously, pick your setting, right? Yeah, like, no, like read your crowd. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah. it's, it's funny, though, like, before, or kind of as we came into this, um, as we've been going the thing that's been clicking in my brain is like, I know I realize that I'm on a podcast being interviewed right now and my head is telling me you're talking too much. You're, you need to like tone it down. Like really? this isn't about you. Yeah. And it's it totally is about you. It's all about me. This is your episode. <laughs> no, but isn't that, and like, I know what you mean though. And so I, it's like this weird and that I can pinpoint exactly in my childhood when that started. Is like, that like an insecurity almost? Like, I think it comes from being a, someone who's not a f- it, so it's like i'm comfortable being the center of attention because mm-hmm. i 
um, have always done well under pressure. It's always the role that's been expected of me. Like, Mm -hmm. I've always being a performer growing up in so many different ways and then, like, continuing that. Because I kept kept dancing after skating. I did acting. I did a bunch of that stuff for a few more years after. Um, It's almost like being the center of attention is my way of detaching so it's i'm in that performer mode i'm not having to truly be myself i'm Mm. just being what everybody else wants to see from me so it feels safer but i i this is what i was going to say is coming clicking back to like childhood um i just so remember no one so when i wasn't i went to elementary school i went to school through fifth grade nobody was doing what i was doing nobody was you know waking up early going to school and then leaving and immediately going to training going to the rink and practicing and then going to dance class after and then coming home and doing homework until midnight at nine mm-hmm. you know at seven eight at that age and that was all you know because i didn't go over to my friend's house and play after school like skating was what i had to talk about mm-hmm. and anytime i talked about it everyone would always be like stop bragging stop talking about that nobody cares nobody cares like, that you ooh. have this sport Ooh, you're the ice skater yeah. girl like that was always throughout and they're like this is what i'm dealing with <laughs> yeah throughout my entire like all the way through my teens yeah. that was always like you just think you're so great because you do that and i'm like no this is just my life and all I know mm-hmm. sorry I can't relate to you on like what was new at limited two this week so they would come <laughs> <laughs> what a throwback <laughs> he drops limited two in the <laughs> Mike's like what's limited two yeah, yeah. I'm like, really, you would know because you have a sister <laughs> yeah, be, uh, yeah that's why yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan like slides his like glitter oh eyeshadow back in his pocket <laughs> You're going to fill Mike in on limited yeah, too. Like, uh, <laughs> like makeup or what? No, it's clothing, makeup. I mean, like. It's li- a lifestyle, Mike. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> limited <laughs> two is a lifestyle. Tyler is like biting his tongue so hard right now. I guess it's he's a like, vein. I want to make limited that vein two jokes. Popping <laughs> up. Yes, I have these, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out his <laughs> scroll. At 27 minutes in, you said this. About limited two. Uh, references to Anchor Blue while we're on the Oh, Anchor Blue. <laughs> Let's go. Anchor Let's go. Blue. Yeah. I'm trying uh, to think of what, Limited yeah. 2, wasn't that a, like, what what actress that was? Limited Liz, like, 2. Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire, whole, yes. Which is coming back, mm. y'all. Hilary Duff, it is. Yeah, she is coming back. She is coming back. On Wait, the new Disney show? Plus. I think they're doing, yeah, they're doing like a Lizzie McGuire show with Hilary Duff. I don't know what with other. With her now? But as a, what, she, pret- I, I don't know how old like she really is. it's not like the Boy Meets World reboot because that was just, yeah, only t- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Blimmy's World was so good, and they mm-hmm. brought that back, and it was like Girl Meets World, and you're like, this is not Boy Meets World. It's hard to bring stuff back like you that. Can. It is. Oh, gotta have. Wait, did he die? <laughs> is he, he passed? Oh, I, I missed that. Rest in peace, Boyo. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, Dang. dude, Topanga was. She, she used it, to dude. come into my work all the time. She was, it. she was it. She was the gold standard. <laughs> she would come into the anthro on the really? reg, and we'd all be over I the think walkies. You told me, about Although, really? oh yeah, because I feel like you brought up Topanga before. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh yeah. my god. She, we'd all be on walkie, be like, uh, Topanga's in the store. Topanga's in the store. Did she say? Did she say anything about me? Jordan's like, did she mention my letters? <laughs> sending them and they keep getting returned to sender. She I'm, must be. She must be sending that an, that anthro gift card I sent her. She must be spending that. <laughs> I always saw as a kid, Topanga sounded like Tamango. So whenever Tama- someone Wait, like, I don't know that? why. I, <laughs> That's not even a word. I don't, like, I don't know why. Is I that a tomato? That, tomato? Like, Topanga, Tamango. 
what is tomato? Like, and then in my mind, whenever someone would, I would just think of a mango, but it was like, oh, With a tomato? It's kind of spelled like that. I always thought know? when people said, like, Michael, it reminded me of Spikel. And I was just like, <laughs> there's a correlation there. Thanks, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Is this what you do? Just ruin stories and jokes? <laughs> Just like the ruins. You just like the ruins. Tomato is not a thing. Because you cut me off like midway. What the heck? No, it didn't make sense. You said it, and then you didn't finish, and it didn't make sense. I just picture it's like because you didn't let me like, explain. You're what like the hell? setting the groundwork. Like he's like yeah, starting to light set the fire. The, I was setting the mood with a big old bucket of water, and it's like hey. Oh, he's a like, boom. Where's the fire? You fucking put it out, dude. Give me a break. Anyways. Topanga, did she say anything about me? No. <laughs> no, man. Did she say my name? Uh, we have was special. <laughs> Topanga. Oh. oh, my goodness. Aren't they Why married? Didn't... didn't they, like, date? In, like, real life? Real life. I feel like you have to, dude. You when you're on a to. show like that, that and you're hanging out one. and you're recording, like, every day, like, there's people. Come on, dude. You're hooking up. Well, that's what how... Uh, Brad Pitt and um, Angelina. Angelina Jolie got together, right? Wasn't it? Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Smith. Was that the beginning of that? I think so. I, mean, I, think so. I don't no, know. Was yeah. hot. Personally, was I don't know. It was know. a hot movie as a kid. As a, as a <laughs> Tyler's, <laughs> a, Tyler's <laughs> a person. <laughs> this guy knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> He's like, yes, uh, it was. <laughs> That's Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> wait, what? Yeah. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> no, yes, I agree. <laughs> Oh, oh man. Why did limited two come up though? We totally like. Oh, that's okay. Oh, you're skating. That okay. Oh, I was saying that like I, you know, because I couldn't. I sometimes had a bit of a disconnect in really like relating to kids. Yeah. My own age doing because I wasn't do. I didn't have a normal childhood in that way. Mm-hmm. So like anytime I talked about like how I could sort of relate, it was shot down as being different. You know the way. I mean that's yeah. the way that unfortunately that's kids lame. are. Like that's yeah, lame. kids are like, open minded to be whatever's like, different. I want to see your perspective. Oh no. And, and then I oh I totally forgot about this. I can't remember when or why. And now that I think about it, I'm absolutely mortified. <laughs> uh, Damn, but it was with the. Give him the drum roll. Uh, no, it was. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm absolutely devastated. I might no, I, it was probably until like say? second or third grade where. Oh my gosh, maybe I'm hopefully I'm praying. That you this. are making this <laughs> up <laughs> the build up, the build up to <laughs> the this. Build up. Right now. She's like, and hopefully before I say this, <laughs> I want all of us to pray. I, <laughs> like, what? what I'm praying gonna... that it was some sort of like show and tell day. But I was like, I remember that I would bring in. I think my I, or my mom would bring in a video that was like all my skating performances and the whole class would watch them. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. No wonder they didn't like you. They were subjected to your freaking routines and exercises. I have this like mental image of sitting at my desk watching myself <laughs> on the TV. What the heck? And everyone's like and looking everyone's at you like, you cool. ruined recess. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to need my mom to fill me in on that one because I'm just having this like horrifying like heck? flash to that and I'm like, Oh, we'll go to lunch yeah. late. Like, there's five more minutes on this video, and every kid in there is like, "This is <gasps> fucking nightmare." Yeah. If I ever see this girl on campus, yeah. Oh god, <laughs> that's funny. So there you go. That's why I'm. Okay. I struggle. That's why. That's why I struggle. <laughs> that's why I am how I am. That's why I am the way I am. Um, oh my god. Okay, I wanted to ask you on a, on a real note. Uh, how did it make you feel when you just got shot down like that? Like you're oh. just a kid at that age just trying to relate to so some shitty. senses and identify with your peers and mm. then you just like shot down every time you talk it, from what it seems it was the worst and so I don't I don't know necessarily like and I know I would always take it 
super cool mm-hmm. and just be like, oh, that's fine. Cool, whatever. Let's go play handball. I'm fine. You know. <laughs> I know I would take it super, like, fine and mm-hmm, then, like, mm-hmm. feel it mm-hmm. so deep down. And I feel like that's what fueled my – that was, like, that paired with just being in such a competitive sport so young fueled my need to be like, well, if you're not going to – if you're not going to, like, include me on that, like, peer-to-peer level, then I'm just going to have to be the best at everything so that you have to like me. Like, thinking about that, I'm like, you, have to look you know, up there's to always you. people, like, yeah, I'm like, fine, I'll be the best. I'll be, like, the best at math. I'll be the one. I'll be student body president. I'll yeah. be, like, in charge of the class. Yeah, they identify with yeah. that. Like, that's my thing. Then I'm like, you have to like me. Yeah, But not even that. Like, that's my thing, and that's my crowd, and they accept me, so I'm just going to embrace this fully. Mm-hmm. My peers aren't accepting me, so I'm just going to go hard in ice skating. I know I'm yeah. good at that. I know people like me in that. People like seeing me. People like talking to me. I'm just going to embrace that. There's some there's something about it. at least then I could identify with the other kids that were pushing themselves. Like oh, yeah. whoever I'd be like running against. Like I remember when I did like, you know, elementary school president or whatever, it was like still the other girl running was one of my best friends and it was just because we were both pushing each other. Like I I was, was seeking that out at 10. Dang. To be like challenged. Mm-hmm. Um and that was a big part of me like I, cause I like asked to be homeschooled. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, my parents try, they went and like toured the middle school I was supposed to go to. And we tried to figure out if they'd let me like get out of certain classes mm-hmm. so I could, cause I just needed the hours in the day. I didn't have enough time to do everything I wanted to do. And I remember distinctly like telling my mom that I was like, oh, I just wish that I could have all my books and all my assignments and sit in the corner and get it all done because I know I could do this so much faster and do it so much more effectively on my own. Mm. And that's a lot to articulate as an 11-year-old. My sister like, is exactly like that, though. Yeah. My sister homeschooled her last two, three years, I want to mm-hmm. say two years, yeah. of high school because she was just done. She's like, there is so much wasted, wasted time, time and there's so much just like downtime in most of these classes where you're just like, I could do this on my own faster. And that's just a person, I feel like that's such a, personal thing like some people thrive in having it be not like having the free time feeling like you know they need to be in that community aspect like community setting that's that's how they thrive and it's like I said I tend to be I tend to isolate and I don't think that this was like a bad cause that or like a bad thing I think it was honing and like working with that strength of mine where it's like I just work I work more effectively on my own in some ways and Mm -hmm. that was like an example of that and it, it was still, it was still definitely challenging. Like I wasn't, it was one of those where I managed to graduate a mm-hmm. year early, but every year was still like, I was working right up to the deadline. Mm. Like, and I think it was just cause I was juggling so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Um, two, it was a really interesting, it felt a lot like being an adult in the sense that I got every assignment for the year on like September 1st and they were like, turn it all in by the end of June and you're good to go. There was no like benchmark um, they weren't keeping you accountable throughout. I was expected to turn stuff in weekly, but it wasn't like I got, I didn't get like docked points or anything. Cause it was meant to be a very like build your own schedule in the sense that it was the same school that a lot of kids use on like movie sets. Mm-hmm. So it's like they go weeks at a time where they're doing minimal amounts of work cause they're having to do a crazy schedule and then they're able to pack in more. And so it was like adaptable to that. Like the teacher wasn't mm-hmm. exactly like down my back cause I would, I would mail it into a teacher that would then like give me feedback and send it back. Um, and so, yeah, it just taught, like, that's, that's how it is being an adult. There's no final deadline to anything. <clears throat> I mean, I hate to say, like, dying is the final deadline. So, so like, get it all done in what between What a release then. that will be. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? Do we need to? Mike, do we need to? Well. I was just dying over here. <laughs> the easiest teacher job ever. <laughs> <laughs> Mailing you stuff to group. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's his line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was always... I, I'm trying to remember. Because on the, like, website for my school, because I technically went to Laurel Springs High School, um, I remember... I'm trying to think... I think Hillary Duff used it. So they had like Hillary Duff, Kristen Stewart. She also went to my high school. Oh, my girl went like, there? Like things like that. <laughs> yeah. But, Did like, she mention me too? It was <laughs> so hilarious because obviously none of, no one ever went to a physical building. There was technically a high school graduation and a prom that I could have gone to, but I did not. A prom? Why the a hell prom. would you? I got invited to go to a prom? when I was homeschooled. I'm like, I don't want to no. see any of these people. No, that sounds like literally my worst nightmare. It was How all in one week. How would that even work? Just, How would you even go to a prom and be like, um, I mean, I think imagine these are my classmates. Exactly. Imagine a, a, a event that is literally just a bunch of strangers yeah. all agreeing <laughs> to go. No dancing. sparkling. Oh, yeah. And you nah. can't drink because yeah. you're you, freaking you drink, a child. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, does anyone want to dance? And no one answers you. Like, yeah. It's just silent in the room. <laughs> We're all homeschooled. Yeah. 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 So what home do you live I always in? knew that I was like... <laughs> what home do you do school at? Yeah. <laughs> Who's your principal? Oh my gosh, Tyler, Tyler's full of homeschooling jokes. That's why he's practically crying. He, when we first started dating, when we first started dating, he hacked into my Facebook. Oh, and wow. It's kind of creepy. I know. Guy. Uh, he, changed, guy. he changed a bunch of things. Like he said, because remember how on like Facebook you could say like favorite class? Like there was a lot of things you could fill out. Oh, I yeah. feel yeah, like yeah, in yeah, yeah. regards yeah. to school. Favorite joke? Yeah. And so... <laughs> that was one of them, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It our was. favorite quote yeah it was that yeah and so for a favorite class he went and just he put hoops with dad like that was my PE was playing basketball with my father hoops with um, hoops with pops hoops with pops and there was a few other ones and yeah it was just like who you go to prom with your mom yeah. <laughs> I did end up going I went to one Sadie's and two proms but that all like each how was it oh god it was rough rough <laughs> Yeah. I had I had Rough. one good homeschool prom experience. Ooh, there was a, do tell. There was a, <laughs> I did. I forget your homeschool. Uh, only for two years. Yeah. Only sophomore, junior year, and then I graduated. Okay. Uh, but there was a group of like the seniors when I was a junior. Dude, I showed up to the school and I feel like I just was like someone who had social skills, and yeah. so yeah. like I would go to this these classes two to two times a week, and I walked in there and I was like, oh, like I'm like just normal, and I I, I don't know, I felt like on top of that population of people just because yes. i came in and i had been public school my whole life yeah and i just like walked in and i was like hey guys oh like y'all really don't know how to talk to each other like it was just like very easy oh. to slide to the top of oh, that oh i see like, what you're saying so you were system. Yeah. public schooled your entire life up until all you the way until my 10th grade year of school mm-hmm. and so then sophomore junior, year right? so sophomore junior year i homeschooled uh, but i went to this site two year uh two days a week mm-hmm. oh so you're um, with uh, okay i get it I get so it. i was Seriously. also there and so there's this group of kids that were a year older than me mm-hmm. that had this like they, I think it was on the Queen Mary, Ooh. and it was basically wow. like Damn. it was like a little banquet room, and they just I, had music playing, and like it was we had <laughs> we had a meal, and and it was maybe thirty people. So it was. It was like kind of like a like you know like a wedding dance floor when everyone's yeah. just like. Like there's like, like you could you could around. stretch your arms out in all directions. <laughs> but no and one not knows how to anyone. no one knows how to dance, so yeah. they just like oh, yeah. hopping up and down. Yeah, it's just it was just fun. To usher. And I was like, so we did a couple. Of, like I, I think <laughs> yeah. I did that, yeah. but I went as like a date to a Ooh. girl who didn't have a date, and she was a nice girl. But they were like, Jordan, like you should come and be this girl's date. And I was like, I was her date, but she had another date. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I just was like, yeah, sure. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm just like the person who's down for anything. So people invite me to go dance on the Queen Mary. I'm like, let's get it. Um, so I went and had a, I mean, it was fun. It wasn't bad, but that's my like prom, like homeschool prom experience. Prom experience I yeah. also went to prom with a girl that I was dating that actually went to public school. And that was a culture shock because I had been homeschooled for a couple of years. And then I show up there and I was like, oh, <laughs> Are they wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so the, the, the two proms that I went to, one was, oh, my gosh. Dude, I saw some Mom? grimy shit yeah, on that yeah, dance floor. Yeah, I, I don't know why I imagined Jordan in the corner, like, on the phone, like, Mom, can no, you come pick was, me up? I was never like that. I was never afraid of it, but I was there, and I was oh. like, oh, this is real. <laughs> oh, interesting. That's a, oh. that's a new dance. Yeah. <laughs> one of the proms I went to was, uh-huh. was an all-boys school prom. So what? that was a that was like <laughs> again a, dude just like... a tough genre. <laughs> yeah, it was only dudes. Dancing. <laughs> no, but it was the fact that it was all guys, and then <laughs> only only girls that they brought in. You know, like none of the girls knew each other. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it was just still so that it awkwardness. All, it was an all boys school. Yeah, like they could bring dates, but none of the chicks were friends. Yeah, so it was like there were it was boys and girls, but it was no, you know, none of the girls. I guess oh they gosh. had been paired up with like a sister school, but it wasn't like the sister school and the boys had been like it wasn't a com- combination prom. Like a it sis- was like only yes. sisters, as in like nuns. Like <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of nuns on a dance floor at a prom, just like hitting it. You're, just, no, just, you're like this. Is kind of, us, us. <laughs> Sister, Mary is here. <laughs> Sister Isabel oh, is here. Oh man! So they brought them in, huh? Well, no, like all the guys could bring a date, cool, but it yeah. was just the fact that, like, you know, if at a school event, usually everybody knows each other. Mm-hmm. So even though you're like paired up, it's still like, oh hey, my friends. No, so it was all. It was just like all the guys, and then all the like an equal amount of girls that did not know each other, and were therefore just kind of like, well, we're all on our own. And <laughs> thankfully, I found, I found. My, one of my really good friends, her cousin was there, and I like spotted Some her. Random. Thank God. And I was like, someone, someone. I know. <laughs> Thank God. Land. Yeah, Land. yeah. And we both. It was like it was like across the room we saw each other, and we're like, Help. like no shame, waving and being, yeah, being like, Come. save me. And we were like this just the whole night. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Was, yeah. I don't. I. I. More off, like more often than I think I probably should, I think about the fact that I'm so grateful that I'm not that age anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. I think we talked about this on a on a uh, past podcast on whether or not we'd go back. No. Like not no zero <laughs> no. hesitation. No, I don't no. want to experience. I just don't know what the benefit would be, even if I had my current knowledge, even if I had my current brain and mindset. Millions, billions, and billions, and billions of dollars. Um, yeah, it'd be money, I think, would be the incentive. It wouldn't be the interactions with people. Oh, no. mine would be interactions, too. Yeah, I but, feel like I could have handled things differently. But like, what would you you could have, but like, at the end of the day, like, what fruit is that going to bring? True. Well, now? I am who I am because I probably messed some things up and got some things right and yeah. whatever. So. I think the only genuine, like, actual fruitful way to go back with your current mindset would be a financial benefit. Are you, like, talking about, like, investing? Maybe. I don't what know. If, Just what, also, what about the one that got away? I don't have a one that got away. I, I, when I think about that time... Okay. I was going to say something so messed oh, up. What, to me? <laughs> you, you need to relax on, on the jokes with me. Yeah, dude. dude. Am I Where's being hard this morning? Yeah, you're being Slide that mimosa. I, I apologize. Because yeah. <laughs> I... Okay, you, you don't want to go there with me, right? 
feel like I'm, I feel like I'm mediating. You know, I, I hold a lot of my jokes back. Yeah. 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 I have, oh. I have ammo. <laughs> not even stuff, not even personal stuff. Pause just stuff the recording. We'll just let them fire back yeah. and forth and then we'll come we back. We were firing back and forth on a podcast with our friend Katie. We were just like oh, going yeah. at it. Yeah, that was, was funny. Fun. Just Anyways. Like... <laughs> Yeah, she's, she's like, like she's like commentating like into the mic. And... This is like our second or third podcast we ever recorded. Mike and I were just like going at each yeah. other with these sarcastic comments, and she was like in your spot, just like holding the mic, being like, "I don't know what's going on." Making tally marks. Right. We're at yeah, two exactly. for Jordan, and uh, oh, yeah, Mike, yeah. Mike's coming in hot. Did a significant <laughs> strike. Oh, yeah. Great, great. Down ten points. Um... <laughs> Jordan screaming will get you nowhere. <laughs> Volume doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> Volume actually is a deduction. Yeah. <laughs> Overall score. Boom. <laughs> um, Taryn, I want to ask you about your Pilates. How's that going? Really, really good. You said you dialed it back a little bit from teaching. Um, just I teach dialed back the like the locations that I'm the amount of locations that I'm teaching. Okay. At. Um, but still, still teaching about the same amount. It kind of fluctuates week to week, but um, I love doing that. It's something that. Again, it kind of like walks that fine line of I have to be, I can, you know, I technically do it full time. Like it's what mm-hmm. I do for work. Yeah. Um, but I don't, teaching 40 hours a week is not a realistic commitment. Um, is that because it's really difficult on you and your it's schedule? Just, it's or? difficult because it's every hour you're teaching is 100% on. Hmm. Okay. And, and there's time around it that it also takes to like mentally think of what you're gonna do and and then yeah it's like a full hour of either one-on-one or want me to like six people where I'm having to be telling them every single thing to do how to breathe how to count how to like Mm -hmm. all the corrections plus kind of like you're a motivator you're a little bit of an entertainer like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you're you're occupying these people's attention for that much time and so Mm -hmm. on days when I teach six sessions in a row with literally like a three minute break in between to wipe down equipment and then right back on for the next group it by the end of it I'm just like a shell I just like and so I I've had to become really mindful because when I was taking on too much I do these days where I teach like seven classes seven hours in a row and then I'm not eating in between that I'm Mm. dehydrated I'm you know I don't I'm not necessarily like working out with them for that many Mm -hmm. hours but I am really physical and like moving and lifting equipment and sometimes lifting people and so it's just physically mentally emotionally demanding and I really had to like recognize and shave back like it's it's just that fine line thing of like how much Mm -hmm. can I do because I love this and Mm -hmm. I want to do it a lot and I need to make money Mm -hmm. but also like where is that line of yeah. it, it damaging and me? And you almost have to reach those limits uh, initially to figure out, like, what you can and can't do. Mm-hmm. You, ha- you have to totally. almost go hard and, like, work a 60-hour yeah. week, you know? Make the like, mistake. I can't work 60 hours, apparently. I feel Completely. like death after this, you know? I need to dial this back. Let's try 40. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's too much. Let's try 35. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. I'll, yeah. I'll do 35 for a little bit, yeah. I think, too, so, like, something that I really – kind of like a bigger why in Pilates for me is like I love movement I you know I grew up skating I grew up dancing doing all that stuff but I when I I tried coaching skating I taught dance for a while I love Pilates because it's a there's there's no Pilates competitions there's no like competitive aspect Mm -hmm. to it it's purely for the love of movement and for Mm -hmm. the health of movement and for it bettering people's lives and it's not for I mean, you can make anything competitive. Mm-hmm. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. Believe yeah. me. Believe but, <laughs> but it's it's not about that. It's like purely people come in. I do everything I can to make them feel better. Yeah. In every way. What and is then I Pilates and Compass necessarily? Is it, what's the difference between something like that yeah. and yoga? I've never done Pilates, Pilates ever. So it's 
it was invented in the 20s. I'm hoping, I think that's the right time. Um, it's, it's a set of exercises that traditionally it was a very like specific set of exercises that a man named Joseph Pilates invented. So it's his, my guy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No. (laughs) So it was, (laughs) and it was basically the development of those exercises that he then would, and there's hundreds of them, but he invented all of these and it started out on a mat. And then he, um, I feel like I'm kind of like blanking on all the, the facts, but he was in a hospital during one of the wars and i'm blanking on the war because of the time period but it was basically like nazi germany time where he was working Mm -hmm. with um soldiers that Mm -hmm. were in hospitals and helping rehab them and so through that he developed a system of attaching springs to these hospital beds so that they could use do resistance training while laying down and they were finding that the soldiers that did this healed so much faster and he just kept developing more and more in this kind of like movement method Mm -hmm. and um when he then came to America, he was in a building that was underneath a ballet company mm-hmm. and ended up working with dancers and rehabbing dancers. So that's where Pilates has kind of like a deep connection with dance. It's not related. He actually originally way, way back trained like boxers, soldiers, like very, you know, athletic, male driven. Non-dancing. Yeah, non-dancery people. things. <laughs> um, but it has expanded from that. There's there's people that teach like classical mm-hmm. Pilates, which mm-hmm. is basically they teach only the exercises that Joe developed mm-hmm. in a very strict um, pattern, mm-hmm. like there's an actual order that you're supposed to teach them, and then there's contemporary Pilates, which is basically what I teach, which is we know all of those, but in the years since he was teaching, we've learned a little bit more about anatomy, and so it's it's very much like biomechanical anatomy-based movements that are meant to balance the body, both strength, mm. mobility, flexibility-wise, and so it's similar to yoga in the sense that it's it's mobility and strength, it's stability and flow, there's breathing involved, but it's yoga, yoga definitely like is like so it, hundreds and hundreds of years old, it's existed, it's, it's a little bit of a bigger concept in that sense, and it has like a whole spiritual aspect, whereas mm-hmm, Pilates, mm-hmm. I think I think of it as be, being more like just the the physical side of things like the movement patterns the movement principles you're learning how to like stabilize your hips to strengthen your core to oh, okay. to understand how your body works better and then avoid injury and better your health through more that. intentional would you say in that it's yeah it's more, a little more sense, specific in yeah. that sense where it's you know we're doing these exercises to feel this part of your abs and right. this part of these muscles in your arms and there's there is um and people can teach yoga with that same kind of mindset but Pilates definitely like encourages and enforces you being very well versed in the anatomy of things mm, because that's cool. A lot of people too like Pilates is very popular kind of as a transition out of physical therapy because usually people go to physical like they get injured they have a surgery they go to physical therapy that physical therapist really hones in on like exactly what is trying to be healed and balanced and repaired and then Pilates kind of takes that and expands on it where we always look at things from the perspective of yes you may have a knee injury. But unless someone like hit you in the leg with a pipe and that we know that's why you're injured, if it's just like, oh, I have weird chronic knee pain, I'm going to be looking at how you walk, how you hold your hips, like where in the body that it's probably causing that Mm. versus the localized, like, I'm just going to look at how your knee works. We do a lot more of like, I've had a client where she thought she needed to get a hip replacement and her doctor was telling her that. And... I was getting so frustrated because I was like, I just don't think, you know, like, I don't, 
you don't seem like someone who needs a hip replacement. Mm -hmm. And after like watching her walk and how she stands, right. we got her to go see a podiatrist <clears throat> and get a new insert in her shoe and her yeah. hip went, her hip was fine. Oh, wow. And so I don't, it's never, it's never that cut and dry. It's, it's so individual to every person, yeah. but it's just kind of like a movement catalog uh -huh. that, that we can then take and teach people. And I think what I love about it is it's just, Anyone can do it and it can serve so many different purposes. You can make it more therapeutic. You can make it really athletic. You mm -hmm. can you can help people that have injuries or mm -hmm. you can help people prevent getting injuries. It's it serves a lot of different roles. Yeah. And it's it's real sorry. I don't know why that dog barks <laughs> me. Oh, it's it's I'm so in the zone That's about like describing it. Yeah. Well, well you can tell you're passionate about, that, about it yeah. for sure. Yeah. I've yeah. been doing so I started doing Pilates when I was thirteen. Was I that had a result? I had, yeah, it was, I had hurt my back then. Mm -hmm. And so my parents just had me start doing that as like a cross training method to help, help me heal. And mm -hmm. then I just kept doing it and I did it for God. I mean, I just kept doing it until my like late teens. And then I kind of circled back to it about three or four years ago and mm -hmm. decided like, I really want to like, I want to teach this. I want to mm -hmm. keep doing it because it's it already felt like it was so in me. It was one of those things where it was like, I don't remember not knowing how to do this. So yeah. I might as well take advantage of that. Right on. Yeah. Fascinating. Really cool. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> That's why when it was quiet, I was like, whoa. That was a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's cool. Like, like you're passionate about what you're talking about. So it's easy to talk about it and get going. Because you get me started about teaching and I feel oh. the same way. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I just spoke for 15 minutes about that. Like, sorry, I, guys. I like, I like what I do. Like, forgive me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. You guys will have to come up to Pilates with us sometime. Yeah. I was literally just thinking okay. that. Do you Pilates. really? Yeah. I Pilates. You have a studio? Yeah. Did I Pilates? I teach at two different studios. I don't, like, personally own a studio, but um, okay. I teach out of a little studio in Tustin and then another one in, in Mission Viejo. Well, let's and talk some numbers. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> some, let's throw out some dates. Let's yeah, yeah. Let's crunch the data. Some BWF. Some BWF. Pilates. Yeah. Dude, I was, I don't know why it came to my numbers. mind. Like, it'd be sick to do, like, a fundraiser. Ooh. Like a Pilates for, yeah. for, for something. Yeah. Like come I mean, out I can and also like teach it anywhere. Like a, so like exactly. we could That's do a math like class. We could do a thing where she does yeah. like a math class and it's like like BWF and Taryn and like this. I don't know. I just got this like I want to start doing stuff Events. like that, dude. Oh, trust like me. host an event. Let's make shirts. And come out and, yeah. and like have people like. You guys could have shirts. Like a BWF. cause, you know. <laughs> like let's let's help a cause and let's yeah. bring people together and let's do fun things together. That sounds I'm down. And also let's wrap this up because Tyler has an open house. Tyler. We could just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> update on Tyler. Your boy's killing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go back and to this episode, y'all. He's yeah. killing it. Yes, he oh, is. Before we go, I know I'll kick myself if I don't say anything, but What's up? can I say that I have a blog? No, please. Of course. No, no, yeah. we're definitely going to tag all about, all like, of so that. I know I'm trying to get better about um, so not self-promotion necessarily, but instead of just being, mm -hmm. like, allowing mm -hmm. myself to be seen. That's it. That's what there I was talking go. about. Wow. Aha. Put, I've, yeah. I've used that Aha. phrase before. <laughs> <laughs> yes. that's, 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 that's been a yeah. big everybody. thing in my life. Yeah. Letting people see who I really am. Like, not not, yeah. not just being like, oh, if they care less, right. then maybe they'll Yeah, them. yeah, but just, like, showing <laughs> yeah. them. Being like, I'm not a, you know, like, I'm confident enough. So, anyways. Yeah, um, yeah I have a website. It's www.taryn-brook.com dot com where i write about all this stuff i feel like that's why my pilates rant went so long as i literally am like writing a pilates 
blog post really? right now. Yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah, so, awesome. yeah, I put out videos. I do recipes. That's all. Oh, well, definitely. You'll be linked in this. Thank You'll you. be tagging all that fun definitely. stuff. Yeah, check thank out our website, guys. That's, the, that's a big purpose of this. Not only to like hear people's stories and perspective, but to like cross like network and just keep yeah. going. Oh, yeah. And I like the platform like like for sure. If you want to promote and all that, like and that's the yeah, do we brought it. you on here. By if I means, could, if I could send more episode. kids to your classes, I would. But I feel like you don't <laughs> no, need send them my way, please. Like my <laughs> my, my classes more. that are at capacity with too many kids <laughs> yeah. in one room. I let need me, more let clientele. Let me send you more students. <laughs> I was working with a client the other day, and he was like twelve, and <laughs> this kid didn't understand algebra two. Uh, well, I think uh, we'll wrap it up here. Taryn, thanks for coming on. Thank you. We appreciate you. Loved hearing your story. Thank awesome. You, thank you. Uh, this has been Blake with friends. Y'all, I'm Mike. I'm Jordan. I'm Taryn. Peace and blessings. Goodbye. Bye. Lighters.